0: coming up on this episode. Addressing the conflicts between sharing and caring versus controlling and holding evolved strategies, but also to understand the people, having a better understanding of their voice, of their preferences, of their wishes and values. Changing the culture, even at the universities, take time and take uh, and it's money, of course. And, and uh, in that sense, in that dimension, uh, it's not a cheaper solution, created a compassionate society. And I think that is a stronger mission for all of us.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Med Conceptions Podcast, a podcast about leading a healthy and more mindful life. I am very pleased and I have the honor today to have with me uh, Professor Christos Leonis. Professor Christos Leonis, thank you so much for being here. It's
0: a pleasure and I feel a very privileged, thank you.
1: I will read some words about Professor Christos Leonis to give some background before we begin. Professor Christos Leonis is a general practitioner with a strong interest in primary care and public health education, practice and research. He is currently one of the highest ranking scientists in the world in the field of general practice with an h index of 58. Professor Leonis serves at the Clinic of Social and Family Medicine at the Faculty of Medicine University of Crete as Professor of General Practice and Primary Health and Director. He's also a member of the Executive Board of various professional organizations, including that of Wonka, Working Party on Mental Health, where he is currently elected as Chair. He has been awarded as Honorary Fellow for the Royal College of General Practitioners, the World Organization of National Colleges, Academies, and Academic Association of General Practitioners slash Family Practitioners, and the European Society of Cardiology. Today, we're going to try and address some uh, burning issues in general practice, um, and try and get as much wisdom as we can from Professor Christos Leonis. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I'm
0: very pleased uh and feel privileged uh, uh dr Samutis, for giving this uh, chance uh in addressing some uh, uh of uh collected uh, um information and knowledge uh, from my practice and especially giving uh, some key messages uh, to young promising uh, uh, people that are attending uh, this uh, podcast uh, thank you very much and truly uh, i'm thinking that is a
1: is a fantastic opportunity for me thank you it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, Professor. Um, I want to start a bit about what it is that you do and why you do it.
0: Yes, it's a longer uh, long story. Um, um, I, I've been affected many years ago uh, by the declaration of Alma Ata and, and many other uh, people, intellectual people and, 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 and very eminent colleagues that they guide me to explore primary care. Uh, not only as a first contact of uh, people, but also as an important strategy. I mean, in having a better understanding of my task uh, and also just uh, uh, identifying that is a fantastic corridor to the happiness and well-being and epidemonia. That uh, many years ago, uh, from 1986-85, uh, 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 I had uh, the privilege uh, in being affected uh, by the spirit of primary care and general practice. And that, uh, based on on my uh, long trip, not only on Crete, on Greece, but also across Europe and many other countries, been inspired either by anonymous uh, teachers, that means outside of my family and the the local people in the retina of Crete, but also with uh, many Uh, very eminent colleagues uh, across uh, many European settings, I had the privilege in in taking so many values from them and try now to transmit them uh, through many pathways. I think that that was a very long uh, trip.
1: (laughs) I'm sure, Professor Leonis, that you are an inspiration uh, as a professor as well, um, and you also will be an inspiration uh, to many others. Um, I want to ask, I want to go to a more general question. What yes. What did you learn about health uh, overall after practicing uh, medicine for uh, so many decades, publishing in hundreds of research works and treating thousands of people in different countries?
0: Um, it's true that uh, the secret of health, uh, of course, I had the pleasure uh, in discovering, exploring uh, through research, and I'm, I'm planning making a, a concrete uh, focus. But this is true that uh, the real, mm-hmm offending an original uh, secrets for Health, uh, I learned uh, from the anonymous people, uh, from the population of Crete, from the wise people, uh, wise ladies, uh, keynote informants, and other people, they were just uh, providing the heredity uh, of the ancient uh, uh, Cretan from the Minoans uh, ages, the Bronze Age period, and later on, and uh, they have kept uh, uh, in their practices. That's uh, my most important, if you can say, and that uh, I'm strongly suggesting, uh, first, listen to the people. Listen to the people, not only the, your patient, but uh, listen to the people from the community. Listen to the stories. Uh, stories, what fantastic world. And now Dr. Samutis, uh, uh, we're talking about narrative medicine and narrative medicine, of course, now as a concept has been cultivated in the Columbia University in the U.S. But just uh, coming back, I remember that uh, it was uh, an important heredity from ancient Greece, just the uh, people telling stories. And the young generation quite learning from the stories uh, of the older people. And that uh, I started my career. The first hypothesis research hypothesis generation was based on on the observation of the practice and the performance uh, of older people of the families uh, and a uh, key informant there so wise people uh, across the Cretan community and that uh, I constructed together with the team and my colleagues, we constructed uh, many uh, research hypotheses based on those observations and listening to people. And I think that is the most important privilege from the young researchers.
1: That is wonderful. Um, and I'm I'm sure narrative medicine doesn't only um, lie in the field of medicine as well, but it lies in all kinds of field uh, fields and, and active listening skills are very important to have uh, in this world. Um, and I'm sure you would agree with that. Yes, precisely.
0: And just, uh, Returning to your, uh, your concrete question uh, uh, about uh, the research and uh, what uh, now a family practice and primary care uh, research and needed to learn uh, and uh, what now I'm trying to send as a message. In general, uh, uh, saying that the general practice is in crisis is a question mark. I have in front of me, as an excellent editorial, uh, in the British general general practice uh, by Dr. Clara Geralda. which just uh, a little bit uh, uh questioning to what extent the uh, general practice in crisis. And uh, uh, just uh, one of uh, the headlines that's uh, uh, asking, we need to stop uh, the inordinate expansion of GP's uh, roles. Uh, to what extent the GP's training is not uh, long enough. I think that's very much question now in the contemporary uh, 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 globe, always we asking about the new roles of GPs, but uh, what type of information that's especially good uh, taken uh, from research we needed in order just to having a better understanding of, of the new role, of the effective role. As, uh, as you are aware, uh, many times with uh, stronger colleagues, I had uh, the pleasure to join me and uh, my career. We try a little bit uh, uh, in erasing that the uh, general practice and primary care research need to learn from uh, evidence in low resource settings. And uh, this is an editorial that's uh, together uh, with a doctor and as a have published. Uh, a few years ago in family practice. We just asking, uh, or almost confirm that we missed many from uh, several settings where general practice is not uh, a strong academic and research discipline, but research uh, is performing. But unfortunately, we did not get this information from uh, peer review journals or high-sighted journals, and in this uh, paper we just uh, uh, making some recommendation uh, and giving uh, some uh, instruction, especially to other editors on uh, how the research productivity gap, this gap we identify, uh, could be overcome. I'm thinking that that is a key issue. Research in general practice needed to be transmitted from all primary care settings, because needed to learn from all settings, not only from the countries of the settings that are having the privilege due to their capacity in disseminate and reported the research achievement. A few years more in 2016, together with Professor Athena Taccioni from the University of Ioannina, we had the pleasure from another editorial in the same journal Oxford University Press the Family Practice, a little bit trying to see how we could respond to financial and economical crisis. That was the title. What methodology and intervention we needed in family practice research? Uh, of course, now we could just uh, write in a similar uh, editorial, uh, responding now to the pandemic or ecological crisis. I think that uh, such uh, evidence uh, needed to be uh, 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 accelerated and gathered uh, from uh, a more current discussion. We discussed in this editorial uh, a lot of uh, uh, recommendation, but uh, I thinking that the most uh, uh, important message that uh, uh, it was conducted. Uh, good quality implementation research project in family practice may relate to the effectiveness of primary health delivery. And uh, we highlighted one of the first priorities in general practice research, thus especially the development of translation research in steps three and four, almost giving a focus more on RCTs in general practice primary care. We needed uh, Dr. Samutis more evidence now from uh, interventional research. And now, just a couple of days ago, as a continuous work uh, with uh, Professor Taccioni and one very promising colleague, uh, Dr. Mishu, we published uh, uh, in the same journal, uh, a systematic review focusing on health outcomes in primary care and 20-year evidence map of a randomized controlled trial. We wanted to see after years, how is now the current status and the situation in, in primary care research. And unfortunately, still today, there are research gaps and and uh, namely research gaps are identified uh, in prevention and palliative care and behavioral intervention as well as in safety and patient-centeredness outcomes. That means how important now is to turn the attention of a primary care and family medicine general practice research in behavior uh, uh, change intervention, palliative and prevention care but also just uh, with a more concrete focus on patient-centeredness. And uh, and just uh, lastly, completed uh, uh, my response to that, your question, we tried uh, a couple of months ago in Frontiers in Public Health, uh, trying to summarize our clinical experience uh, uh, from uh, lessons we learned uh, from COVID-19 vaccine rollout in Crete, Greece. It was a report of the lessons we learned from University Hospital in on Crete. It was just a, 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 a review, a report of empirical knowledge we gathered from that experience, that performance. But the most important is that based on that discussion, we just stressed the need for further research uh, uh, research for a new healthcare models that we needed in general practice to cope with the health system resilience, to cope to the needs introduced to COVID-19 pandemic. We're talking about the need of health, of the role of uh, compassion and empathy that uh, have received the during the pandemic. We discussed uh, the need uh, of an introduction of health technology and especially of the next to the patient's technology, uh, points of care needed to be addressed, especially in transformation of the care system. Uh, We just underlined the need from uh, a focus on high hesitancy of uh, COVID-19 vaccination, just turning the attention uh, to the cultivation, to the further training of GPs, family physicians or behavior change and understanding of the patient's values, preferences, uh, um, uh, and, and, and wishes. And I uh, and think that uh, based on this empirical study, and finally, uh, to respond to promote uh, an effective research uh, in general practice uh, primary care we needed an important link, an integration with public health. Uh, Just uh, referring to a pioneer paper, we tried, of course, uh, joining excellent papers from the UK, but it was almost the first paper from Southern European uh, and and Mediterranean settings. Just uh, an an evidence-informed integration of public health uh, Uh, and primary care reporting the experience from Crete, trying to translate the empirical research to a model, integrated model, uh, giving a focus uh, on that integration or that link between public health uh, and primary care.
1: That's wonderful professor and um uh, I take here um you mentioned three um dear subjects to my heart which is prevention uh, the need for behavior change interventions uh, and palliative care I would love if we could talk a bit about more about these and more on the practical side and maybe um uh, the models that you just described maybe we could be, begin with prevention over treatment yes um uh, as uh,
0: you were know, I'm coming from an island Mediterranean island that's, you know, the culture, especially uh, in isolated and remote areas, uh, is a strong predictor of uh, behavior. That means, um, a, a, a primary care practitioners in general need not only to lead to listening, but also to understand the people, having a better understanding of their voice, of their preferences, of their wishes and values. That I'm thinking that is very, very important. It's just uh, in enhancing and giving a more focus uh, on communication skills. And uh, communication skills as they could empathize in size uh, in motivational, that means motivational skills uh, as they translate it uh, uh, to uh, local settings is very, very important. And also uh, with a specific focus uh, on, on compassionate healthcare, uh, the people in 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 isolated areas, in remote areas, having their own preferences and the culture, they having their own spirituality and also religiosity. Uh, the primary care practitioners needed to have a better understanding of those values, either spiritual, either religious or local in culture because otherwise have enormous difficulties uh, in uh, preventing the unhealthy behavior and having difficulties in change the behavior. Of course, so they needed uh, in having a specific training based uh, on uh, psychological models. On Crete, uh, uh, we, we used many of the models uh, and, and especially uh, 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 changing, uh, or enhancing the control, uh, by giving a more focus, uh, uh, on understanding of the behavior and the theory of planned behavior a behavior change is a very, very important. And that's, uh, we translated uh, all of these uh, issues, uh, of uh, reasoning in health uh, in giving a more concrete, uh, uh, skills. And we have developed uh, a primary uh, healthcare training hub. You can identify that is a free access at the moment. We are just translated all the evidence that uh, uh, we gain from a European research project, uh, as they have translated in digital health with the original actors. Uh, with a pragmatic patient, but also with uh, professional actors in trying to communicate the uh, skills of further communication and skills uh, uh, of compassionate and behavior change. And we're utilizing uh, many of the skills and the techniques of methodology we have learned also from other systems. I needed to make a specific uh, reference To national health services in UK. As you are aware, the very brief advice, a very important technique that is in use uh, either in smoking cessation or enhancing and encouraging people to be vaccinated uh, or even uh, uh, in chasing uh, uh, the overuse of alcohol, etc., is in use. And under the support of the national health services of UK, I have uh, elaborated the model of very brief advice, and you have a couple of publications, just a little bit uh, uh, focusing uh, on the acceptance by the patients, of the uh, patients. They saying that it's, it's a very good uh, technique uh, and they uh, want it from the AGPs. And also we identify that also effective in, in the very busy environment uh, of uh, primary care on Crete, uh, uh, we find us uh, quite uh, very effective. And also we t- t- tested a, a lot of uh, uh, similar models, motivational interview, the theory of plant behavior, very brief advice, etc. In changing a little bit uh, uh, the vaccination uh, reluctance, the vaccination uh, resistance. And now we have an ongoing project uh, where we have addressed uh, primary care practitioners and also uh, people uh, In a very low socioeconomic situation, trying a little bit uh, to reduce uh, that reluctance and uh, hesitancy. I'm thinking that uh, is a key for prevention uh, and health promotion, training uh, skills that uh, primary care practitioners needed to acquire, but from well designed, theory driven uh, project, and well tested uh, in the local conditions.
1: That sounds very interesting. And um, if you wouldn't mind, could we elaborate a bit more on this model? Uh,
0: uh, yes, uh, uh, the theory of planned behavior uh, is asking uh, 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 general practitioners and in, in, in general practitioners is giving a, not only focus on, on, on the attitudes and behavior Uh, of the people they are addressing, and not only on uh, the normative uh, belief systems that uh, a set of the rules that in generally, uh, but also just uh, giving uh, a very high priorities uh, on uh, the intention to behavior, that uh, intention to behavior through a better uh, understanding of uh, A cult of a sense of control of either uh, barriers or incentives that uh, uh, potentially uh, enhancing the behavior. That's uh, asking uh, 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 practitioners to be more enclosed uh, with their patients and and sufficient, of course, uh, listening to their attitudes and uh, the already performance. But also more understanding, just uh, uh, having uh, an understanding of so-called perceived control, uh, a perception uh, of uh, barriers, uh, of the difficulties or the potential uh, uh, incentives that the people consider uh, as uh, a key uh, important uh, uh, factors uh to change the behavior to the expression of the intensive behavior is quite important uh, we tested uh, this uh, uh, model in many uh, of of uh, uh uh type of uh, important issues of prevention and the first uh, we tested is just uh, towards to polypharmacy and and uh, uh inappropriate prescribing uh, we tested this model trying to address uh, uh, three uh, important pillars. Patients, uh, primary care practitioners, uh, and also community pharmacists. We try and join them uh, uh, quite uh, uh, having th- such theoretical framework. Of course, we embedded uh, uh, other uh, skills like motivational interviews related skills, compassionate skills, trying a little bit to prepare so-called a blend uh, of behavior intervention. But the most important, especially for the young people, is, uh, of course, is good in keeping the theory. The theory needed always to drive our intervention, but before utilizing, needed to implement, to test, to culturally adapt it, And checking to what extent uh, all the components of the theory uh, needed to to be appropriate, transmitted and translated uh, into interventions.
1: This is all very interesting. And I do have many follow up questions um, on this model of care, Uh, but I'm sure we could, um, we could provide a link uh, where uh, people can access the hub that you described previously. Let's move on now um, to, could you talk a bit about the Cretan lifestyle and the Cretan diet and some benefits that that might have? Yes,
0: I, I'm not a speci- uh, specialist in, uh, in uh, nutritional. I, I was learning from many of my mentors uh, uh, and one of them was Professor Adonis Cafatos, who just was uh, focusing on the Cretan diet. I'm aware that another fantastic uh, mentor, Professor Trichopoulou, also just uh, a fantastic uh, uh, focus uh, on uh, uh, in generally Greek uh, Mediterranean diet. And uh, I am thinking uh, that we have uh, a lot of uh, uh, opportunities and some research uh, that already uh, done uh, within the general practice uh, trying a little bit uh, to see to what extent uh, the Mediterranean diet is still active or diet. That was uh, an important issue. Not not only just uh, making a reference to the important publication of all those important mentors. And, and one of, uh, of the big projects uh, we still we have in uh, uh, um, important uh, 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 learnings, uh, it was a, a so-called MEDIS uh project that uh has been uh, guided by the Harokopium University and uh, Professor uh, Demosthenis Panagiotakos. And uh, the Cretan Cohort, a cohort uh, uh with a couple of uh, general practitioners in working and serving in rural and urban areas, was just uh, transmitted. And uh, and uh, uh the MEDIS project uh utilizes uh, uh, certain Mediterranean islands, included uh, Cyprus, of course, a, a country, but also an island, and Crete, uh, uh, Malta, Samos, Corfus, and, and, and set another. Trying a little bit to understand to what extent the Mediterranean diet is active in, in an older uh, group, and just trying a little bit to identify some uh, of the secrets just uh, learning uh, from uh, uh, this uh, type of uh, of people, and uh, and just one of uh, the publication we have in this uh, 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 exactly uh, evidence, we ades- identify that a gener- uh, the older people, uh, due to the time, uh, reducing a smoking, not saying only habit, is dependence. That means that a smoking habit has been reduced. That's a key message that occurs. That the people are having an understanding that the smoking have a very uh, important uh, uh, negative damage, of course, uh, and also uh, uh, um, having a better understanding that to keep uh, uh, a healthy uh, status is enhancing the social network enhancing their social activities, in reducing loneliness and stop living alone. Uh, they they reporting but also another which not uh, uh, positive uh, uh, increasing uh that's especially from Crete, uh, the amount of alcohol. But that was uh, reports uh, from an older group. Unfortunately, now, the Mediterranean diet with so very key uh, uh, and important information is not uh, uh, so uh, prevailed uh, as in the past. Certain components are still uh, active, but unfortunately, uh, we missed the classic uh, Cretan diet. One of that uh, uh, we still uh, we missed uh, and we try it as uh, 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 as the first time limited uh, to uh, reactivate and erase uh, and modernize with evidence was uh, a focus on Cretan herbs. Cretan herbs was not traditionally included uh, in the Cretan diet. Based on, on an initial observation with uh, older people, in many settings on the island of Crete, we have been, uh, an understanding. That uh, a variety of cretan herbs uh, have a, a very positive uh, potential at this time effect on their health. We hypothesized that, that uh, this potential mechanism it was uh, a mechanism uh, an antioxidative stress mechanism, and that in 1998 uh, uh, we had the pleasure in exploring the antioxidative effect of ten Cretan herbs under the support of Lynch Epics University in Sweden and we published this paper in the Lancet. That was the first evidence informed about the knowledge that we received from Dioscorides, another ancient Greek herbalist. And now we have in many hypotheses and a lot of papers have been published outside, giving a further and additional dimension, uh, on, on the health impact uh, of essential oils of at, at, at least, uh, uh, three cretan herbs, uh, on, uh, uh, upper respiratory tract infections and, uh, and included uh, flu. Uh, there are potential uh, mechanisms and now, we still we have been some preliminary research and published research that uh, those uh, these, uh, st- studied uh, essential oils of uh, three Cretan herbs uh, may uh, have an impact uh, on uh, the uh, intensity and severity of the symptoms uh, from COVID-19 infection. That means now this uh, traditional diet included the herbs potentially still Today is a, is a very strong source of a further knowledge and evidence that could be offered uh, to uh, the current therapy and treatment of uh, a, a couple of diseases.
1: What kind of herbs are these?
0: I'm talking about uh, uh, salvia, salvia pomifera and fruticosa, uh, sage, and 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 uh, also dictamos is, uh, is, is is a local. Uh, 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 a herb, uh, and also uh, we're ta- uh, talking about, uh, and, 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 and menta, uh, that means uh, 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 salvia and a theme also theme, salvia, which uh, in the Greek uh, saying fascomilo, theme, themari, and, and dictamos, uh, was a, a local, locally grown herb. Always we're talking about cretan herbs because uh, there are um, different uh, various types uh, across also Central Greece and also uh, in Southern Europe, but uh, we cultivate and utilize and extracts uh, from uh, essential oils from the three Kretan Herbs.
1: This is very interesting. I think this brings us to, um, it's a good segue to another topic that I wanted to discuss um, about the, uh, I'll present it to you. Uh, and then uh, some a few words, I think would be good. So it said that good care is high technology care or high cost care. Do you agree with that? And in what way, um, if so? <laughs> Difficult question uh, because
0: I needed to to stay, uh, to stay, uh, in a different stage. Uh, if you're saying that, uh, 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 training, uh, primary care practitioners, uh, to utilizing, uh, more communication skills and more behavioral uh, change, uh, uh, theoretical frameworks, it's true that it is, uh, it's a high cost, uh, at the beginning. Now. But, uh, then, uh, having that, uh, those training, practitioners, uh, changing the lifestyle and promoting health uh, is quite low. Uh, still, uh, I believe in uh, that uh, uh, technology is not only the devices that uh, contributed uh, uh, to early diagnosis and even such type of, of uh, technology, which is uh, quite low and cheap. I'm talking about a point of care. Next to the patient testing, uh, but uh, talking about uh, technology, we could just uh, uh, incorporate lifestyle changes. And uh, and uh, talking about technology, we're talking about uh, digital health. Talking about the uh, technology, it's important. Talking about uh, health literacy, I think that's uh, all a very effective mean of health technology. We just uh, needed to be incorporated uh, by current. Practitioners, and and of course uh, a training of those type and uh, uh, training uh, practitioners in this type of technologies needed uh, severe changes uh, in undergraduate and the continuous medical professional development and potentially at this time needs some time. For instance, at the moment retraining uh, based on the digital health uh, all uh, uh, the uh, Greek. Uh, Practitioner serving a, a primary care potentially needs money, funding. Uh, but uh, then could be easy. Uh, changing uh, uh, the so called uh, the social accountability of the universities means changing the mind of the universities. Change uh, the, the customs and the culture, the teaching culture that uh, takes time. Changing the culture, even in at the universities take time and take uh, and <laughs> needs money, of course. And and uh, in that sense, in that dimension, uh, it's not a cheap uh, solution. But uh, in, in the long term uh, evaluation, certainly technology uh, in, in, in regards to uh, primary care is quite uh, uh, low and not a high uh, cost activity.
1: I couldn't agree more. And I think the, the point that you raised about culture change, um, not only in education, but also in hospitals, um, and the interaction between doctors. Um, since we're coming to an end, I wanted to ask a, a more, a more personal question. Um, how do you manage to balance, um, uh, the academic side of care and then the clinical side of care with your patients? Um, and maybe how can this uh, create a cross-fertilization that can help each other. That um, Do you understand? <laughs> yes, I, fu- may-
0: <laughs> yes, I fully understand. <laughs> and um, I'm smiling that uh, uh, I'm not assessing uh, that it was so very effective. Uh, and uh, and still I'm thinking that working in and uh, serving such settings like the Greek setting uh, where so many tasks uh, just uh uh, assigned to the soldiers of one academic uh, uh, professor is, very, uh, is many. And the balance is, uh, is, is a key issue. Uh, of course, uh, uh, I had the pleasure in keeping uh, uh, in, in one extent, uh, having the opportunity in teaching uh, uh, my students, uh, working and serving a clinical setting, uh, especially uh, in, in the in, in Heraklion. But unfortunately, uh, in, uh, in Greece, uh, the, uh, we're not uh, clinical settings, academic clinical settings in primary care. We had the pleasure in Heraklion uh, by using uh, uh, one uh, quite recently uh, law that's provided the opportunity to the medical faculties to define one clinical setting. Because uh, as uh, you were, uh, 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 primary care physicians is difficult uh, to, to work uh, in the hospital setting. That uh, means uh, it is an enormous need, a, a very urgent need, uh, uh, especially for Greece or other, uh, other uh, settings to establish academic setting uh, suitable for primary care. Uh, just uh, giving an alone professors and other academic staff in testing research uh, uh, and training in a in real practice. Initially, uh, I, I, I took personally, uh, even opportunistically, uh, the chance in communicate with the people. Uh, for instance, one opportunity that uh, uh, personally with my colleagues, uh, Professor Chiligiani and Professor Sivulakis, uh, just uh, uh, we had is uh, taking the opportunity uh, uh, in utilizing uh, a vaccination uh uh a practice inside the, in the in the university hospital and we transform uh uh giving a more comprehensive a more integrated and more primary care focus. That was an opportunity. Uh, uh we try in utilizing uh, uh, the one of the units that we have already recognised as a clinical uh, 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 academic settings, that's the fourth uh, primary care unit in Inan in Heraklion. and many thanks uh, to Dr. Anastasiou uh, Fotini, uh, in teaching our uh, uh, residents uh, or uh, students. That means even opportunistically uh, we used the time in keeping the balance that you're asking. But uh, I'm thinking that uh, for uh, uh, best outcomes we needed to have uh, our own uh, academic practice that where we can serve almost every day, uh, our own setting, our uh, local community. Other opportunistic, uh, uh, of course, opportunities just uh, uh, utilize as in uh, NGOs or visiting, of course, uh, there are uh, other pathways, but uh, already I stress uh, the most effective way, uh, academic medicine Needs to have uh, academic primary care, as also as a clinical setting.
1: And I'm sure this will uh, help um, shorten the gap in in research of primary care that you mentioned uh, in the beginning. Um, so I'm. I'm very happy that we did this because uh, all the stuff uh, that's been said uh, was very interesting and I'm sure very helpful. Um, I would like to end this podcast with a message, a message that you could say to young aspiring healthcare professionals uh, going into um, academics, make general practice, academia.
0: Yes, uh, uh, thank you very much. I'm planning uh, giving my own message, uh, but it's very important always in learning from wise people uh, and wise mentor. And now in front of me, I have one of the, the best uh, papers uh, I have uh, uh, already read. Uh, it is a fantastic uh, review paper by Professor Paul Gilbert uh, in Frontiers in Psychology. I'm just uh, reading the title, Creating a Compassionate World addressing the conflicts between sharing and caring versus controlling and holding evolved strategies. It's a fantastic test, uh, giving so many recommendations and advice, not only to individuals or groups, but also to societies. Created a compassionate society. And I think that is a strong mission for all of us, and, and especially the young promising researchers and practitioners. The second, that that is a personal message. By yesterday, and I suppose that will be wonderful, uh, Dr. Samutis, if it just will be potentially one of the next uh, podcast. Uh, by yesterday, I had uh, the most important distinction for me that I received uh, in all my life. In not only... Uh, and uh, not a, an, organ, an academic organization or a world association or a university that uh, recognize me providing a award. I follow the advice one of the community leaders in the countryside uh, in the county of Agios Vasilios, a county where I was performing and serving the local and uh, rural population and serving for 10 years when I was young. Following the advice of this uh, uh, local stakeholder, uh, I had the pleasure, after 30 years, in meeting the survivors, the survivors of my patients, was mostly females, uh, over 85, uh, and they were surrounding of me, and they asking, to tell in to me some few words. It was a uh, difficult uh, in, in hidden my emotions and also the emotion it was uh, so very warm feelings. And that's, uh, I was uh, thinking that uh, at once uh, time I was in a paradise or just uh, following also epicurus uh, uh, word, uh, about ataraxia, uh, mental ataraxia, means a peace, uh, having a, a chance uh, that uh, I was in dreaming. I'm, I have a lot of pictures and many uh, words. I think that is words, uh, uh, consist of my best award uh, I received in my life. And strongly suggesting to young physicians, please do not uh, search the so-called the controlling or powering uh, uh, or holding strategy. You need to just uh, in compassionate, actively learning from their patients, and just uh, trying to test uh, this end and. Uh, in your life many years ago, I think that is the blend could be the blend of your life. Thank you very much for giving me in, in addressing such ebilogue uh, from my yesterday experience.
1: Very wonderful message and very heartwarming message because I think at the end of the day, this is this is why why we do what we do. This is for the people out there. Um, for yeah. Thank you so much. This has been an amazing, uh, an amazing opportunity. Um, thank you for being here.
0: Thank you very much. I feel privileged. Thank you. Bye.